0: Hello and welcome back to Capitol Ideas. This is where members of the Majority Democratic Caucus in the Washington State House of Representatives sit down at the Capitol and talk about ideas. When the Washington State Legislature opened its 2017 session on the second Monday in January, 10 new Democratic State Representatives took the oath of office. That new blood comprises 20 percent of the Democratic caucus, and we hope to talk with as many of them as possible over the next few months. We'll start today with Representative Christine Reeves. Christine represents the 30th Legislative District. That's mostly South King County with a little bit of Pierce, and it includes Federal Way, Des Moines, Milton, Algona, and Pacific, and part of Auburn. She started out full speed ahead on opening day, but slowed down for a few minutes this week to do this interview. And here's how it went. Welcome, Representative Christine Rees. I really appreciate you coming to Capital Ideas today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Dan. Really appreciate it.
0: I want to start by asking you something that seems pretty obvious. This is you're right now celebrating the end of your second week as an elected lawmaker here in Washington State. Who are you, basically, for the people that don't live in your district, and how did you get here?
1: Well, Dan, that's probably the fundamental question we all try to ask ourselves is who are we? But, um, you know, I'm a newly elected member from the 30th Legislative District. Uh, I grew up in Eastern Washington, uh, moved here to do some work for Senator Patty Murray, did that for several years. I now work at the State Department of Commerce doing economic development around the military and defense industry. And I'm a full time working mom with two really cute kids. Welcome. Thanks
0: person 's first few days as a legislator are often defined as being like drinking from a fire hose <laughs> how 's it been for the last couple of weeks and also during the period after the election, but prior to when there was a lot of orientation going on, I know that yeah. uh, the Democrats and Republicans go through that together. Yeah. Um, tell me about how this experience has been for you
1: well i 'll start by saying it's it 's an honor to be here i think uh, as just a mom and, and a, a, a working family member I think the awe-inspiring nature of this place is pretty profound. but I will also say the the folks who work here uh, have done a fantastic job of helping orient new members like myself to this place because it is, a system and a culture unto itself. Uh, and so if you've never worked in the legislature, it can be a little um, overwhelming. Uh, but they've done a very good job of trying to make sure that we have all of the tools necessary uh, as freshman members and new, new legislators to be successful. Uh, it is very much like drinking from a fire hose. I will say it's like drinking from a fire hose that you can never turn off. But it's It's a great opportunity to get to engage in a lot of different areas uh, of our communities and issues that matter to my neighbors. So I'm very inspired to be here, looking forward to the work ahead and have already kind of rolled up my sleeves and jumped in with both feet and I'm doing some some serious stuff down here.
0: I want to talk to you about your work with veterans. Because that to me seems like something that has defined a lot of your career. I've looked at your bio, and I know that you've worked in various aspects of essentially trying to assist veterans in transitioning from the military to civilian life, in having jobs, also in building the economy around the military bases in our state. Mm
1: -hmm. I come from a very strong military family, my fathers, my grandfathers. Uh, all served in in the United States military. And I have a twin brother who currently serves in the United States Air Force and has been doing that for a little over 15 years now. Um, and if you know anything about twins, you, you tend to be uh, generally pretty close. And so uh, what I uh, was very much drawn to uh, in my work with Senator Murray, as you know, is that she's a very big veterans advocate. So I had an opportunity to do a lot of work on veterans issues with her. But really what inspires my passion around it is that my brother, who is a service member, he's a combat veteran, um, I think has changed over the course of his service as a human being. And, uh, I think you see this in a lot of service members that, um, your service to your country defines you and it changes who you are as a human as you are exposed to different things. So for me, um, watching that change, uh, whether it be access to healthcare, uh, whether it be challenges with unseen wounds of war, whether it be the disruption in his family life, um, his service has, has cost him a lot. And I think that all veterans are brothers or sisters or sons or daughters. And so for me, I'm, I'm very, uh, inspired to focus on that particular population and how I can best support, uh, those families and, and those communities in, um, at least accessing the benefits that they've earned, if not being able to ensure that they have a quality of life post their service that's meaningful.
0: This is a citizen legislature. Mm -hmm. I know that in your your non-legislative life, you are employed and in a fairly responsible position. And as a legislator now, I know that you're positioned to write bills and hopefully pass laws that will help middle-class families, Mm -hmm. veterans, active duty, military families— and the population at large. Your job, when you're not a legislator, involves economic development for veterans and for the military. How are you gonna mesh those two, and do you see any overlap that possibly could be beneficial to both of those jobs?
1: Absolutely, that's a great question, Dan. First and foremost, I'm a working mom. I come from a family where I am the primary income contributor. And so when you have two small children, as you know, you've got a lot of things you've got to pay for. Daycare, you're paying your student loan debt, you're paying your mortgage. So first and foremost, it's about making sure that the employment that I do uh, supports the family that I have. Next, I think... uh, The value and the beauty of a citizen legislature is that you get a plethora of people who come here with a wide variety of career experiences, personal experiences, lived experiences that add value to the conversation. And so for me, I think what I'm able to bring because of my career experience and my lived experience is a passion around a particular community, veterans and military families. The benefit of that is that I have what some would construe as subject matter expertise in this area that others in the legislature might not have. And so for me, I think it's about finding an opportunity to use that subject matter expertise in a way that is going to benefit the constituents in my district um, and to benefit the, the residents of the state of Washington. Overall, when we think about our work here, it is considered a part-time legislature. And so for me, it's about really finding the opportunities to marry the work that we do here with the work that I do in my day job, with my experiences as a mom, with my experiences as uh, somebody who's got college loan debt, somebody who, you know, um, is paying a mortgage. And what does that mean? Somebody who's a small business owner and understanding the tax regulations and and so forth. So I think there's a lot of different perspectives that I can bring not just my day job um, that's going to help me, I think, be a more informed legislator and I think hopefully a better representative legislator of all of the people who live in my district, uh, all 137,000 of my neighbors. So,
0: What committee assignments did you snag when you became a legislator?
1: Well, I'm very fortunate. Um, I am on uh, business and financial services, which I actually asked for because, again, uh, this is an area um, that... I think as a small business owner, I'm particularly intrigued with how the state regulates business. I think I'm intrigued with how it regulates banking and insurance and all of these things that touch businesses. So I think it's a great committee for me to be able to not only expand my knowledge base, but then to be able to have a place to advocate for the small businesses in my district. Next, I'm on capital budget, which is the committee that um, oversees infrastructure investments. And so looking at how we ensure that as we balance the need for funding McCleary, which is why I came down here, that we're also making sure that we're making strong economic and strategic infrastructure investments for years to come to grow the right kind of economy here in Washington. And then my third committee is community development, housing, and tribal affairs. And I would be fibbing if I didn't tell you that I picked that committee because that is the committee where most veterans work goes in the house. But I'm also particularly intrigued with the fact that South King County is facing a housing crunch and um, that ultimately we need to figure out how to resolve that. And I'm hoping that through my participation in that committee, I can help our South King County communities address those issues.
0: So that's something that's happening in your neck of the woods, as well as in the larger cities of Washington.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think many of my neighbors have heard me say that you know we uh, in South King County, I think there's a percentage that King County as a whole is doing very, very well economically, uh, that, you know, why do we need to be pouring more into into King County? And what I would say is I think that ultimately... The economy is working in King County in South Lake Union. It's not working in South King County. And so that includes everything from workforce development issues to housing issues to economic development issues. And so I'm very committed as somebody who has worked in economic development, but somebody who also understands community development, who's worked on workforce development issues, how we marry those things together to make sure that we're building an economy in South King County that works for all working families.
0: It sounds like if you were going to sum up your reason for being here, it really does come down to a couple of things. Jobs and people who are involved with our military or have been involved with our military. And really those two things overlap. So we're brought back to the economy.
1: I'm here because I'm a working mom who believes that our legislature uh, should be representative of all of my neighbors and ultimately uh, making sure that we have a voice in the legislature who understands the impacts that community development, workforce development, economic development have on the decisions about growing our region in South King County, but also the fact that there's a lot of issues that touch working families that we don't necessarily have a representative voice uh, in my district on. I'm very proud to be a working mom down here fighting for working families.
0: Your first speech as a member of the State House of Representatives was on Martin Luther King Day. Traditionally, the legislature takes time to honor the legacy of Dr. King, and legislators from both parties get up and speak about it, some eloquently, some less so. Yours was amazing. Thank you. How did you choose that as your first speech in Olympia?
1: I think what was particularly important to me and and very poignant to me is that I grew up, I I would argue, in less than uh, becoming circumstances uh, from a small town in eastern Washington. And I've worked very, very hard to build a life really focused on the pursuit of the American dream, right? That as long as you work hard in our country and as long as you give it your best, that you can grow up to be anything you want to be. What I would tell you is as a woman of color, particularly an African-American woman, Dr. King's legacy has had a profound impact on me. I grew up in and out of foster care, my mom was on welfare, and we relied heavily on the social safety net. And I think the legacy that he really instilled in me was the fact that, again, if you work really hard and you have faith that the system, that your um, friends, that your family will support you in that work, um, that you can do well. Um, and. It was particularly poignant to me to be a newly elected representative standing on the floor of the House, realizing that for me, that dream had come true. That not because I ever really aspired to be a legislator, but just to recognize that it's a pretty powerful place to be. And that through hard work and determination and faith, that um, anyone can grow up to be anything they believe they want to be. And What's also particularly poignant for me is that I represent represent a district that um, is fairly diverse, and uh, I think it's equally important to them that they see people in the legislature who look like them, who have lived experiences that they can relate to. Um, And so for me, it was just about sharing, I think, the belief that um, in a particularly divisive time in American politics that there are those of us who are down here fighting for that legacy and fighting for that dream and that I still have faith that there are those of us who will actually ensure that that dream lives on.
0: I know you're busy. The fire hose is still turned on and you have another meeting. I appreciate you stopping with us. Before we stop, however, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you think would be important to include in this conversation?
1: You know, I would just want to share with our friends and my neighbors that I'm particularly excited to be down here working on working family issues and, and particularly on veterans' issues. And I've got a couple bills that I'm working through right now. We just dropped a bill today, in fact, focusing on rural veterans' access to benefits. It's got strong bipartisan support, so I'm looking forward to working. That bill through the process. Um, I'm also excited to say that we're working on a Gold Star Families College Success Bill, which would predominantly focus on making sure that Gold Star children who've lost their parent in college. Uh, in a combat accident or or killed in action, have uh, every opportunity to access college benefits moving forward. I'm also in the process of working on a bill that would help support working families providing tax relief, particularly on diapers. I don't know about you, but I have two kids. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Fortunately, my four-year-old's out of diapers, but I've still got a two-year-old in diapers, and man, do we go through them. and It can get quite costly, and so trying to figure out how we can make sure that we're providing tax relief for for families in that particular area um, would be useful. I'm also working on a bill uh, around wounded warrior shared leave. So one of the challenges we find, um, and this is where I would say that my experience in my state job is really helpful in providing the ability to address issues now that we know have not otherwise been resolved. But I'm working on a bill around Wounded Warrior Shared Leave, which would really be about how do we make sure that veterans or military spouses who come into state service have the ability to access a shared leave pool because, as you may know, when you come into state service, you're typically on a six-month probation and you can only use your sick leave as it's accrued. We want to make sure that veterans or military spouses who need to utilize leave to take care of a wounded veteran who has appointments with the VA or other medical appointments have access to leave so that they're not having to take unpaid leave in order to receive the care that they deserve. So we're really focused. It's a small, uh, you know, very targeted issue. But for me, that's the kind of change that's going to be really impactful for families, particularly military families. And we have a lot of them in our state. So I'm looking forward to bringing my knowledge and my expertise, but also the knowledge and expertise of my my neighbors and uh, constituents to this work. And I'm just honored to be here. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Christine. I really appreciate you doing this.
1: Thanks so much, Dan, for having me.
0: Well, there you have it. If you feel like the last few minutes were worthwhile, why not subscribe to Capital Ideas on iTunes or at housedemocrats.wa.gov. This is your state government and what happens here matters. The more you know about how it works, the better it can work for you. I'm Dan Frizzell for the Washington State House Democrats. Thanks for listening.